Welcome to the Kaizen Creativity Podcast, where we apply the philosophy of continual improvement to our creativity. Each episode takes a scientific principle from creativity and innovation research, and it translates it into practical advice for your creativity. For more, you can visit us at jaredvoli.com. Your brain has a really awesome survival feature. Whenever you are in a positive mood, then your brain is going to widen its focus. But whenever you're in a negative mood, then your brain automatically narrows your focus. So think about your focus just like the, the, a camera with the camera lens. In a positive mood, your brain widens your focus. That'd be like putting a fish eye or wide angle lens on your, on your phone. And so you can see a lot more. You notice the, the trees. You notice that it's a, a nice day outside. You just take in more information whenever you're in a positive mood. And then on the other side, whenever you're in a negative mood, your brain responds by automatically narrowing that focus. So this is like more like a microscope where your brain as a survival mechanism responds to negative emotions by trying to focus very narrowly on whatever might be causing that problem. And this lets your brain shut out any of the unnecessary thoughts that would just be clouding its judgment. It lets you focus very narrowly on the source of a problem. So that's a really awesome survival feature, but it is one that's really, really outdated. In the modern age, we find ourselves with these negative moods, these frustrations, these problems that are not actually tied to survival anymore. They used to be, the emotion used to be a good way for your brain to figure out if something was actually a real survival threat. But now in the modern age, those emotions come and go, but they're no longer tied to any actual survival threat. So this is the problem. Your brain wants to focus on each of your problems the same way it did millions of years ago. It would treat your current problems as if it was a lion that is waiting to eat you. So this is something that's left over from evolution. There's nothing we can really do about it because it is already hardwired into our brain. But that doesn't mean that we don't do anything about it. What we need to do is learn how to use this evolutionary characteristic in order to get the most out of ourselves and out of our creativity. And that is possible. So consider this. The next time you are struggling with some kind of creativity block. So we know about creativity blocks. They cause that frustration. And just like what we've been talking about here, when you hit that wall, your, your brain wants to power through that. And its evolutionary trait is to narrow your focus and to double down on the motivation and to power through the problem. But as a creative person, we also know that that is rarely the best strategy. Doubling down on motivation doesn't really work that often. More often than not, our good creativity comes from acknowledging that we hit a wall, taking that step back, and looking for 
different ways of solving the problem. And the issue here is that when you say different ways of solving the problem, you're actually saying widening your focus, right? Think about a wall that is only a couple of, you know, is, is not very long and you could walk around the sides. Now, if you were upset and you were narrowing your focus, then you would be focusing right on the center of the wall and you would never be looking to the right or to the left to see that you could just walk around it. This is sort of like what's happening inside your brain when you are upset or whenever you're in that negative mood. Your brain naturally wants to focus very narrowly on exactly what is causing the problem. And that makes it really, really hard for you to take a step back to disengage and then to look around and see all of the different ideas that you could be using. If you want to be unique as a creative person, then you need to make different decisions than another creative person would, right? You need to make unique decisions and that's what's going to make you unique in your industry. So what could be more unique than hitting some kind of creativity block and instead of trying to power through it, instead of ignoring it, actually taking a step back, looking at the situation objectively from this dispassionate objective point of view and then looking for unique ways around the problem. That is something that is really easy for you to be unique in because it is not what the brain normally wants to do. That means each time you have some kind of creativity block, you have a great opportunity to set yourself apart from other people that are in your industry. And also remember that negative moods aren't all bad. So, so far in this episode, I've been assuming that your negative mood is while you're trying to generate new ideas. Negative moods are really, really bad at generating new, unique ideas. However, they are amazing. A negative mood is great whenever you're trying to find creative inspiration or whenever you're trying to evaluate an idea. So think about negative moods as creative inspiration. For an inventor, we could say that an invention is a response that the inventor has to some kind of problem, right? So the inventor, they have some kind of problem in their daily life. That negative mood inspires them to focus on the problem. And what's important here is that they don't just stay in that negative mood. They have the negative mood. They have the inspiration that it inspired them to, to focus on. But then they move into this more neutral or positive mood where it becomes easier for your brain to look at a variety of ideas and to put those ideas together. And it's in that positive mood that we see more of what we would call creativity, even though creativity requires both the inspiration and putting everything together. So that negative mood is actually really, really good for inspiring your creativity. And then on the other side of that, we have the evaluation part of the creative process. So a negative mood inspires us. A positive mood helps us find all these unique ideas that we can use. And then a 
negative mood again, going back from negative to positive and then back to negative, that last negative mood in the evaluation stage allows us to be really critical and not just accept and say like this is this idea is going to be perfect it, it's uh we don't need to change it at all that negative mood when you're evaluating it's pretty much identical to what you would see in the creative inspiration stage but here you would be inspired by you would find something wrong with your own idea rather than with the world in general right when you're inspired to create something you're inspired by a problem that you found inside of the world. But when you are evaluating your own idea, you're inspired again, but you're inspired by the problem that you found inside of your own, your own idea. And then from there, the process repeats itself. So you have that negative mood that lends itself very naturally to evaluation. And then you go back into a positive mood where you can elaborate on your creative idea in a positive mood. And then from there, you go back into the negative mood where you evaluate again. So both positive and negative moods, they have their place in creativity. I'm not telling you that you should force yourself to be in one mood or the other. But what I do think is important is that you... You acknowledge where you are in the creative process and what would be the best fit for you. And then you also look at what current mood you're in. So if you do not have a good fit between how you feel right now and your and what your uh, process needs or what you need to get done, then I think it's a great idea to step back. But as long as there's a good match between what you need to do and how you feel, then you should keep keep that mood that you're in, whatever it is, and use it to your benefit. So that is it for today. If you want to support the show, you can join us at patreon.com slash kaizencreativity. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can go to facebook.com slash kaizencreativity, and that'll help you stay up to date on everything we're doing here. You can also email me directly at podcast at Until next time, keep creating.